0: section six of milton this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by anst schnell milton by william blake section six so spake ololon in reminiscence astonished but they could not behold golgonuza without passing the polypus a wondrous journey not passable by immortal feet and none but the divine saviour can pass it without annihilation. For Golgonuza cannot be seen till having passed the polypus, it is viewed on all sides round by a fourfold vision, or till you become mortal and vegetable in sexuality, then you behold its mighty spires and domes of ivory and gold. And Ololon examined all the couches of the dead, even of Los and Anitharmon and all the sons of Albion, and his four zoas terrified and on the verge of death in midst of these was milton's couch and when they saw eight immortal starry ones guarding the couch in flaming fires they thunderous uttered all a universal groan falling down prostrate before the starry eight asking with tears forgiveness confessing their crime with humiliation and sorrow oh how the starry eight rejoiced to see Ololon descended and now that a wide road was open to eternity by Ololon's descent through Beula to Los and Anitharmon, for mighty were the multitudes of Ololon, vast the extent of their great sway, reaching from Alro to eternity, surrounding the mundane shell outside in its caverns, and through Beula, and all silent forbore to contend with Ololon, for they saw the Lord in the clouds of Ololon. There is a moment in each day that Satan cannot find, nor can his watch fiends find it but the industrious find this moment and it multiply and when it once is found it renovates every moment of the day if rightly placed in this moment ololon descended to los and Enitharmon, unseen beyond the mundane shell southward in milton's track just in this moment when the morning odors rise abroad and first from the wild thyme stands a fountain in a rock of crystal flowing into two streams One flows through Golgonuza and through Beula to Eden, beneath Losa's western wall. The other flows through the aerial void, and all the churches meeting again in Golgonuza beyond Satan's seat. The wild time is Loza's messenger to Eden, a mighty demon, terrible, deadly, and poisonous, his presence in al Therefore he appears only a small root, creeping in grass, covering over the rock of odors his bright purple mantle beside the fount above the lark's nest in golgonuzar luva slept here in death and here is luva's empty tomb ololon sat beside this fountain on the rock of odors just at the place to where the lark mounts is a crystal gate it is the entrance of the first heaven named luther for the lark is losa's messenger through the twenty-seven churches that the seven eyes of God, who walk even to Satan's seat through all the twenty-seven heavens, may not slumber nor sleep. But the lark's nest is at the gate of Los, at the eastern gate of white Golgonoza, and the lark is Los's messenger. When on the highest lift of his slight pinions he arrives at that bright gate, another lark meets him, and back to back they touch their pinions tip-tip AND EACH DESCEND TO THEIR RESPECTIVE EARTHS, AND THERE ALL NIGHT CONSULT WITH ANGELS OF PROVIDENCE, AND WITH THE EYES OF GOD ALL NIGHT IN SLUMBERS INSPIRED, AND AT THE DAWN OF DAY SEND OUT ANOTHER LARK INTO ANOTHER HEAVEN TO CARRY NEWS UPON HIS WINGS. THUS ARE THE MESSENGERS DISPATCHED TILL THEY REACH THE EARTH AGAIN IN THE EAST GATE OF GOLGONUZA, AND THE TWENTY-EIGHTH BRIGHT LARK MET THE FEMALE OLOLON DESCENDING INTO MY GARDEN thus it appears to mortal eyes and those of the alro heavens, but not thus to immortals the lark is a mighty angel. For Ololon stepped into the polypus within the mundane shell. They could not step into vegetable worlds without becoming the enemies of humanity except in a female form, and as one female Ololon and all its mighty hosts appeared, a virgin of twelve years, nor time nor space was to the perception of the virgin Ololon, BUT AS THE FLASH OF LIGHTNING, BUT MORE QUICK THE VIRGIN IN MY GARDEN BEFORE MY COTTAGE STOOD, FOR THE SATANIC SPACE IS DELUSION. FOR WHEN LAWS JOINED WITH ME, HE TOOK ME IN HIS FIERY WHIRLWIND, MY VEGETATED PORTION WAS HURRIED FROM Lambeth's SHADE, HE SET ME DOWN IN FELPM'S vale AND PREPARED A BEAUTIFUL COTTAGE FOR ME, THAT IN THREE YEARS I MIGHT WRITE ALL THESE VISIONS, TO DISPLAY NATURE'S CRUEL HOLINESS, THE DECEITS OF NATURAL RELIGION. Walking in my cottage garden, sudden I beheld the virgin Ololon, and addressed her as a daughter of Beulah. Virgin of Providence, fear not to enter into my cottage. What is thy message to thy friend? What am I now to do? Is it again to plunge into deeper affliction? Behold me, ready to obey, but pity thou my shadow of delight. Enter my cottage, comfort her, for she is sick with fatigue. The virgin answered, Nowest thou of Milton, who descended, driven from eternity, him I seek. Terrified at my act in great eternity, which thou knowest, I come him to seek. So Ololon uttered in words distinct the anxious thought, mild was the voice, but more distinct than any earthly, that Milton's shadow heard, and condensing all his fibers into a strength impregnable of majesty and beauty infinite, I saw he was the covering cherub. And within him Satan, and Rahab in an outside which is fallacious, within beyond the outline of identity, in the selfhood deadly, and he appeared the wicker man of Scandinavia, in whom Jerusalem's children consume in flames among the stars. Descending down into my garden, a human wonder of God reaching from heaven to earth, a cloud and human form, I beheld Milton with astonishment. And in him beheld the monstrous churches of Beulah, the gods of Alrod, dark. Twelve monstrous, dishumanized terrors, synagogues of Satan. A double twelve and thrice nine, such their divisions. And these their names and their places within the mundane shell. In Tyre and Sidon I saw Baal and Ashtaroth. In Moab, Chemosh. In Ammon, Molech loud his furnaces rage among the wheels of og and pealing loud the cries of the victims of fire and pale his priestesses enfolded in veils of pestilence bordered with war woven in looms of tyre and sidon by beautiful ashtaroth in palestine dagon sea monster worshipped o'er the sea thamus in lebanon and rimmon in damascus curtained osiris isis Orus in Egypt, dark their tabernacles on Nile, floating with solemn songs, and on the lakes of Egypt nightly, with pomp even till morning break, and Osiris appear in the sky. But Belial of Sodom and Gomorrah, obscure demon of bribes and secret assassinations, not worshipped nor adored, but with the finger on the lips and the back turned to the light, and Saturn, Jove, and Rhea of the isles of the sea remote, these twelve gods are the twelve spectre sons of the druid Albion, and these the names of the twenty-seven heavens and their churches: Adam, Seth, Enos, Canaan, Mahalalil, Jared, Enoch, Methuselah, Lamech. These are giants, mighty, hermaphroditic. Noah, Shem, Arphaxad, Canaan the Second, Salah, Heber. Pig, Reu, Seruk, Nahor, Terach, these are the female males, a male within a female hid as in an ark and curtains. Abraham, Moses, Solomon, Paul, Constantine, Charlemagne, Luther, these seven are the male females, the dragon forms religion hid in war, a dragon red and hidden harlot. All these are seen in Milton's shadow who is the covering Herup, the spectre of Albion in which the spectre of Luva inhabits, and the Newtonian voids between the substances of creation. For the chaotic voids outside the stars are measured by the stars, which are the boundaries of kingdoms, provinces and empires of chaos, invisible to the vegetable man. The kingdom of Og is in Orion, Sion is in Ophiocos, Og has twenty-seven districts, SCIENCE DISTRICTS 21 FROM STAR TO STAR Mountains and valleys, terrible dimensions stretched out, compose the mundane shell, a mighty incrustation of forty-eight deformed human wonders of the Almighty, with caverns whose remotest bottoms meet again beyond the mundane shell in Golgonuza, but the fires of Loss rage in the remotest bottoms of the caves, that none can pass into eternity that way, but all descend to Loss, to Baulahula and Alamanda, and to Antuthon-Benithon. The heavens are the Cherub, the twelve gods are Satan. And the forty-eight starry regions are cities of the Levites, the heads of the great polypus, fourfold twelve enormity, in mighty and mysterious commingling enemy with enemy, woven by Euryzen into sexes from his mantle of years, and Milton collecting all his fibers into impregnable strength, descended down a paved work of all kinds of precious stones. Out from the eastern sky, descending down into my cottage garden, clothed in black, severe and silent, he descended. The spectre of Satan stood upon the roaring sea and beheld Milton with an high-sleeping humanity. Trembling and shuddering, he stood upon the waves a twenty-sevenfold mighty demon, gorgeous and beautiful. Loud roll his thunders against Milton, loud satan thundered loud and dark upon mild Felpham shore not daring to touch one fibre he howled round upon the sea i also stood in satan's bosom and beheld its desolations a ruined man a ruined building of god not made with hands its plains of burning sand its mountains of marble terrible its pits and declivities flowing with molten ore and fountains of pitch and nitre its ruined palaces and cities and mighty works, its furnaces of affliction in which his angels and emanations labor with blackened visages among its stupendous ruins, arches and pyramids and porches, colonnades and domes, in which dwells mystery Babylon. Here is her secret place from hence she comes forth on the churches in delight. Here is her cup filled with its poisons. In these horrid and here her scarlet veil woven in pestilence and war, here is Jerusalem bound in chains in the dens of Babylon. In the eastern porch of Satan's universe, Milton stood and said, Satan, my specter, I know my power thee to annihilate, and be a greater in thy place, and be thy tabernacle, a covering for thee to do thy will, till one greater cometh, and smites me as I smote thee and becomes my covering. Such are the laws of thy false heavens, but laws of eternity are not such. Know thou, I come to self-annihilation. Such are the laws of eternity that each shall mutually annihilate himself for others' good, as I for thee. Thy purpose and the purpose of thy priests and of thy churches is to impress on men the fear of death to teach trembling and fear, terror, constriction, abject selfishness. Mine is to teach men to despise death, and to go on in fearless majesty annihilating self, laughing to scorn thy laws and terrors, shaking down thy synagogues as webs. I come to discover before heaven and hell the self-righteousness in all its hypocritic turpitude, opening to every eye these wonders of Satan's holiness, shewing to the earth THE idle VIRTUES OF THE NATURAL HEART AND SATAN'S SEAT, EXPLORE IN ALL ITS SELFISH NATURAL VIRTUE, AND PUT OFF IN self annihilation ALL THAT IS NOT OF GOD ALONE, TO PUT OFF SELF AND ALL I HAVE EVER AND EVER. AMEN. SATAN HEARD, COMING IN A CLOUD WITH TRUMPETS AND FLAMING FIRE, SAYING, I AM GOD, THE JUDGE OF ALL, THE LIVING AND THE DEAD. FALL THEREFORE DOWN AND WORSHIP ME, SUBMIT THY SUPREME DICTATE TO MY ETERNAL WILL AND TO MY DICTATE BOW. I HOLD THE BALANCES OF RIGHT AND JUST, AND MINE THE SWORD, SEVEN ANGELS BEAR MY NAME, AND IN THOSE SEVEN I APPEAR, BUT I ALONE AM GOD, AND I ALONE IN HEAVEN AND EARTH, OF ALL THAT LIVE, dare UTTER THIS, OTHERS TREMBLE AND BOW. TILL ALL THINGS BECOME ONE GREAT SATAN, IN HOLINESS, OPPOSED TO MERCY AND THE DIVINE DELUSION, JESUS BE NO MORE. Suddenly around Milton on my path the starry seven burned terrible. My path became a solid fire, as bright as the clear sun, and Milton, silent came down on my path. And there went forth from the starry limbs of the seven forms human with trumpets innumerable, sounding articulate as the seven spake, and they stood in a mighty column of fire, surrounding Felpham's veil, reaching to the mundane shell, saying, Awake, Albion, awake, reclaim thy reasoning specter, subdue him to the divine mercy, cast him down into the lake of laws that ever burneth with fire, ever and ever. Amen. Let the four Zoas awake from the slumbers of six thousand years. Then loud the furnaces of laws were heard, and seen as seven heavens stretching from south to north over the mountains of Albion. Satan heard, Trembling round his body, he encircled it. He trembled with exceeding great trembling and astonishment, howling in his spectre round his body, hungering to devour, but fearing for the pain. For if he touches a vital, his torment is unendurable. Therefore, he cannot devour, but howls round it as a lion round his prey. Continually, loud Satan thundered, loud and dark, upon Mild Felpham's shore coming in a cloud with trumpets and with fiery flame an awful form eastward from midst of a bright paved work of precious stones by cherubim surrounded so permitted lest he should fall apart in his eternal death to imitate the eternal great humanity divine surrounded by his cherubim and seraphim in ever happy eternity beneath sat chaos sin on his right hand death on his left And ancient night spread over all the heaven his mantle of laws. He trembled with exceeding great trembling and astonishment. Then Albion rose up in the night of Beulah on his couch of dread repose, seen by the visionary eye. His face is toward the east, toward Jerusalem's gates. Groaning he sat above his rocks. London and Bath and Legions and Edinburgh are the four pillars of his throne. His left foot near London covers the shades of tyburn his instep from windsor to primrose hill stretching to highgate and holloway london is between his knees its basements fourfold his right foot stretches to the sea on dover cliffs his heel on canterbury's ruins his right hand covers lofty wales his left scotland His bosom girt with gold involves York, Edinburgh, Durham, and Carlisle, and on the front, Bath, Oxford, Cambridge, Norwich. His right elbow leans on the rocks of Erin's land, Ireland, ancient nation. His head bends over London. He sees his embodied specter trembling before him with exceeding great trembling and fear. He views Jerusalem and Babylon. His tears flow down. He moved his right foot to Cornwall his left to the rocks of Bognor. He strove to rise, to walk into the deep, but strength failing forbade, and down with dreadful groans he sunk upon his couch in moony Beulah. Los, his strong guard, walks round beneath the moon. Eurizen faints in terror, striving among the brooks of Arnon with Milton's spirit, as the ploughman or artificer or shepherd, while in the labours of his calling sends his thought abroad. To labor in the ocean or in the starry heaven. So Milton labored in chasms of the mundane shell, Though here before my cottage, midst the starry seven, Where the virgin Ololon stood trembling in the porch. Loud Satan thundered on the stormy sea, Circling Albion's cliffs, In which the fourfold world resides, Though seen in fallacy outside, A fallacy of Satan's churches. Before Ololon Milton stood, and perceived the eternal form of that mild vision. Wondrous were their acts by me unknown, except remotely, and I heard Ololan say to Milton, I see thee strive upon the brooks of Arnon, there a dread and awful man I see, or covered with the mantle of years. I behold Los and Eurizum, I behold Orc and Tharmus, the four Zoas of Albion, and thy spirit with them striving in self-annihilation, giving thy life to thy enemies are those who contemn religion and seek to annihilate it become in their feminine portions the causes and promoters of these religions how is this thing this newtonian phantasm this voltaire and rousseau this hume and gibbon and bolingbroke this natural religion this impossible absurdity is Ololon the cause of this oh where shall i hide my face these tears fall for the little ones the children of jerusalem lest they be annihilated in thy annihilation no sooner she had spoke but rahab babylon appeared eastward upon the paved work across europe and asia glorious as the midday sun in satan's bosom glowing a female hidden in a male religion hidden in war named moral virtue cruel twofold monster shining bright a dragon red and hidden harlot which john in patmos saw And all beneath the nations innumerable of Ulro appeared the seven kingdoms of Canaan and five Balim of Philistia, into twelve divided, called after the names of Israel, as they are in Eden. Mountain, river and plain, city and sandy desert intermingled beyond mortal ken. But turning toward Ololon in terrible majesty, Milton replied, Obey thou the words of the inspired man. All that can be annihilated must be annihilated that the children of Jerusalem may be saved from slavery. There is a negation and there is a contrary. The negation must be destroyed to redeem the contraries. The negation is the spectre, the reasoning power in man. This is a false body, an incrustation over my immortal spirit, a selfhood which must be put off and annihilated alway. To cleanse the face of my spirit by self examination. TO BATH IN THE WATERS OF LIFE, TO WASH OFF THE NOT-HUMAN, I COME IN SELF-ANNIHILATION AND THE GRANDEUR OF INSPIRATION, TO CAST OFF RATIONAL DEMONSTRATION BY FAITH IN THE SAVIOR, TO CAST OFF THE ROTTEN RAGS OF MEMORY BY INSPIRATION, TO CAST OFF BACON, Locke, AND NEWTON FROM ALBION'S COVERING, TO TAKE OFF HIS FILTHY GARMENTS AND CLOTHE HIM WITH IMAGINATION, TO CAST ASIDE FROM POETRY ALL THAT IS NOT INSPIRATION, that it no longer shall dare to mock with the aspersion of madness cast in the inspired by the tame high finisher of paltry blots, indefinite or paltry rhymes or paltry harmonies, who creeps into state government like a caterpillar to destroy, to cast off the idiot questioner who is always questioning, but never capable of answering, who sits with a sly grin, silent plotting when to question like a thief in a cave who publishes doubt and calls it knowledge, whose science is despair, whose pretense to knowledge is envy, whose whole science is to destroy the wisdom of ages to gratify ravenous envy, that rages round him like a wolf day and night without rest. He smiles with condescension. He talks of benevolence and virtue, and those who act with benevolence and virtue, they murder time on time. These are the destroyers of Jerusalem these are the murderers of jesus who deny the faith and mock at eternal life who pretend to poetry that they may destroy imagination by imitation of nature's images drawn from remembrance these are the sexual garments the abomination of desolation hiding the human lineaments as with an ark and curtains which jesus rent and now shall wholly purge away with fire till generation is swallowed up in regeneration Then trembled the virgin Ololon, and replied in clouds of despair, Is this our feminine portion, the sixfold Miltonic female? Terribly this portion trembles before thee, O awful man. Although our human power can sustain the severe contentions of friendship, our sexual cannot, but flies into the Ulro. Hence arose all our terrors in eternity, and now remembrance returns upon us. Are we contraries, O Milton? thou and i o immortal how were we led to war the wars of death is this the void outside of existence which if entered into becomes a womb and is this the death couch of albion thou goest to eternal death and all must go with thee so saying the virgin divided sixfold and with a shriek dolorous that ran through all creation a double sixfold wonder away from ololon she divided and fled into the depths of milton's shadow as a dove upon the stormy sea. Then, as a moony ark, Ololon descended to Felpham's Vale in clouds of blood, in streams of gore, with dreadful thunderings into the fires of intellect that rejoiced in Felpham's Vale. Around the starry eight, with one accord, the starry eight became one man, Jesus the Saviour. Wonderful, round his limbs the clouds of Ololon folded as a garment dipped in blood, written within and without in woven letters, and the writing is the divine revelation in the literal expression. A garment of war, I heard it named the woof of six thousand years. And I beheld the twenty-four cities of Albion arise upon their thrones to judge the nations of the earth. And the immortal four in whom the twenty-four appear fourfold arose around Albion's body. Jesus wept and walked forth from Felpham's Vale, clothed in clouds of blood, to enter into Albion's bosom, the bosom of death and the four surrounded him in the column of fire in Felpham's vale. Then to their mouths the four applied their four trumpets, and them sounded to the four winds. Terror struck in the vale. I stood at that immortal sound, my bones trembled. I fell outstretched upon the path. A moment and my soul returned into its mortal state, to resurrection and judgment in the vegetable body. And my sweet shadow of delight, Stood trembling by my side. Immediately the lark mounted with a loud trill from FELPHAM'S vale and the wild thyme from Wimbledon's green and empurpled hills, and Laws and Enitharmon rose over the hills of Surrey, the clouds roll over London with a south wind. Soft O'Hawthorne pants in the wales of Lambeth, weeping o'er her human harvest. Laws listens to the cry of the poor man. His cloud over London in volume terrific, low-bended in anger. Rintra and Palamabron view the human harvest beneath. Their wine presses and barns stand open. The ovens are prepared, the wagons ready. Terrific lions and tigers sport and play. All animals upon the earth are prepared in all their strength to go forth to the great harvest and vintage of the nations. Phines. End of section 6 of Milton, a poem by William Blake End of Milton, a poem by William Blake This recording is in the public domain